At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ and former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We've got the second half just underway out at SoFi Stadium. The Chargers and the Chiefs second half line with the Chargers leading 14 to 10 at the half. Four in favor of the Chiefs as you see uh, right there. Chiefs a slight favorite uh, in this game, but the uh, second half line essentially meaning this game will go to overtime uh, was sitting at four at most spots around town. Sean King, Tim Murray, Sean, early impressions of this first half. You ended up laying it with the Chiefs, right? Yeah, I took the three points. Uh, I mean, I, I gave the three points yeah. with the Chiefs. Uh, luckily, uh, Coach Staley is coaching for the Chiefs tonight <laughs> instead of for the Las Vegas, I mean, Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, this analytics thing is ruining the National Football League. Like, the Chargers should be up 20-10, to 10, feeling really good about themselves. Twice inside of the five-yard line on fourth down, the Chargers head coach, Coach Staley, decides to go for it and does not convert either time. Yeah, uh, let's get to those. So, first drive of the game, the Chargers drive right down the field. They have the ball at the five-yard line, and it's fourth and five. Uh, I am not exactly sure how uh, 
Parham got uh, got hurt. Yeah, his he, head hit the turf. He got knocked out. It didn't cold. look like it hit that hard. Yeah, like I'd never seen that before. And I played I played a lot of football in my life where guys. Arms are stuck and his eyes are closed. Yeah, it was. It looked scary. It looked real scary. Uh, but they go for it on fourth and five. They were first and five, first and goal from the five, three consecutive incompletions, and uh, end up turning the ball over on downs. And then at the end of the half, it is first, fourth and goal from the one with two seconds to go. Herbert drops back to pass. Daniel Sorensen uh, comes up with the pass defended, blocks it at the line of scrimmage. And uh, we walked into the locker rooms at 14 to 10. You know, I am not usually the fourth and five that early in the game. I'm a li- I'm more okay with than the honestly than going for it at the end of the half. Here's why: because the reason you go for it, and if you don't get it, you get the the other team has to go the entire length of the field. Now the Chiefs ultimately did; they went 95 yards. But on fourth and one at the end of the half, in my opinion, or it's not my opinion, they, the clock expired. So the advantage of missing it doesn't help you there, Sean. You're you're going to the locker room. So in that instance, I say absolutely take the points. Um, but yeah, here we are, 14 to 10. Yeah, I don't agree with your initial point, but again, you're more of an analytics. I'm more, I think I'm more person. neutral, more you're, a little middle. You're more analytics. You're always, more than you, sure. Yeah, like. I've won championships playing that game, multiple <laughs> levels. Do the right thing all the time. It generally ends up good for you. You're going against a Chiefs defense that has not been giving up a lot of points. They've given up th- nine points in the last three games, nine, nine, and nine. When you're playing a defense that's feeling that confident, that's playing that well, you take points at every opportunity. Like, I'm I'm not going to soapbox about this. But no, it's fine. Analytics is, is ruining ruining football it's costing teams games take the field goal that's why you have a field goal kicker you don't know that you're going to be in that same position right before the half but that's why you kick the field goal on the first drive then if you kick it before the half now the game is 20 to 10 and this touchdown you still have a lead even if they score with this opening drive but instead it's 14 to 10 because a guy rationalized it like you just did on the first time well, if we don't make it, like, then they have to go the the length of the – take the points. Points win football games. That is true. Uh, I, I am more aggressive. And I wasn't criticizing you as no, much. No, no. I'm criticizing this new environment yeah. that's led by people that did not play the game of football. Like, all of these analytical guys never played. Like, these are guys that – and listen, you don't have to play the game of football. You don't have to play any sport to be a great coach in that sport, but to understand some of the nuances that go with game management, I think it helps for a guy that's actually been out there and played. Because the guys that have played, the head coaches, very few of them are analytics-based. They just do the right thing. Because they know this game of football is hard to score, especially at that level. It's not easy to score points. Take the points, coaches. Stop (laughs) trying to be the smartest person in the room and just do the right thing. Spike Lee made a movie about that. He He did. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Butker uh, just made a field goal to make it 14-13. to 13. Should have went for it, Andy. If he didn't get it, you know what? Then I had to go all the way. Andy <laughs> Reid did the right thing. I think Brandon Staley, to defend him there, I think he would have kicked a field goal in that particular instance, fourth and eight from the Chargers 14. But uh, we sit 14-13 right now, Chargers uh, with that lead, and uh, get you a, a live line as it is Chargers, still a slight dog in this game, plus one and a half 
uh, plus 105 on the money line there for the Chargers. Uh, those odds courtesy of DraftKings uh, and uh, the Chiefs and Chargers. Really important game, um, you know, for the Chargers. They win this game. They're in the driver's seat to win the AFC West. And, you know, potentially, uh, if things go their way, to be nearing the top seed in the AFC. So, uh, you know, you, you look at it, it's kind of funny how the schedule breaks down. And we'll get to all the COVID situations that have just gotten worse and worse uh, since we last spoke. But here tonight, you've got Chiefs and Chargers. Then Saturday night, you've got Colts and Patriots. I mean, the two two of the biggest games of the week, Sean, are on Thursday and on Saturday night. I'll be honest, I kind of like it. It's it's, yeah, it's a little too. different feel. I do so. I'm excited about this weekend's games. I really am. Uh, I've been high on the Patriots for a mm-hmm. while. I have a 16 to one ticket on them. Nice to uh, win the AFC. So hopefully they continue to scurry along. And guess what? If they win Saturday, it'll be their eighth win in a row. Yeah. If Kansas City wins tonight, it will be their seventh. One in a row. So two teams who four or five games into the season we both thought were having down years are now hot as fish grease, and neither one of their head coaches are analytical guys. Uh, Belichick's not kicking. And, Andy Reid's pretty Andy nah, Reed, Not when it comes to do I go for it. Andy Reid is one of the most aggressive coaches, he out, and he has been for a long time. He is. Well, aggressiveness usually coincides with no. And being analytically see, based. See, I, I would disagree with that completely. All right. Well, tomato, tomato. But he's pretty, I mean, he's one of the most aggressive coaches when it comes to going for it. And a Suicidal lot of Suicidal that... is what I call analytics. <laughs> well. Aggressive is confidence. I'm just telling you, think about coming into this game. If you're a Chargers, better. You back the Chargers tonight. You took the three points. Well, if you back the Chargers, you know what you're getting into. Brandon Staley is the most analytically based coach right, right. in the entire league. Right. So but, if you're backing the Chargers, you have to know going. It's your own fault if you go in. Jeff Passon tweet. Nice. Yeah. Uh, if you go in and you back the Chargers and are surprised by them being this aggressive. Well, no, I don't think anybody should be surprised. I mean, if you watch, then you know. Yeah. Yeah, this is what Brandon Staley and those guys do. By the way, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube TV, uh, estimated current opening day payrolls, uh, according to baseball uh, perspective there, uh, Max Scherzer making uh, more than the Pittsburgh Pirates and Baltimore Orioles. So, you know, we just sometimes we just throw up facts. We just want to keep you on your toes yeah, to see, to see how you're feeling, you know. So, We're talking uh, about analytics and football. I look at this <laughs> dang baseball Tweet on the screen. What's going on back there? We keep it loose, man. You never know which way we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna throw a little baseball contract. Wait, at were you guys hydrating before the show started? <laughs> I mean, is everybody okay? Do I need to order some water? I thought Fridays was the day where the guys binge drink. <laughs> oh man, I love it. By the way, I have Keenan Allen in uh, fantasy. It's not the most productive game for him so far. Just want to throw that out there. I'm, I'm sure all these people who don't care. Well, they started the fantasy playoffs, too, so some people can relate. Okay. Yeah. Look at that little uh, over there on the side there. What you sweating? I like that. Kansas City minus three. I like it. I am handsome. You are. You're a good-looking yeah. fellow over there. Ooh-wee. Yeah, so Sean's on minus three. Should I be sweating? For yes. the Chiefs. We're down a point. Um, I am on... Uh, <laughs> I took Patrick Mahomes over rushing yards. I really didn't like much of anything tonight. I took over 18 and a half rushing yards. He hasn't attempted a rush yet, so we'll probably lose that bet. I do have a cigar wager with uh, the great you Brad do? Evans uh, over 
passing yards for Mahomes was 286. 286 and a half, I believe, was uh, what, you, what you agreed on. And right now, Patrick Mahomes is at 140. So yeah, About halfway, yeah. Halfway there, but trailing is a good thing, usually when you're looking for more passing yards. Yeah. Uh, and he pulled out the double sledgehammer on Daryl Williams over, was it 17 and a half receiving yards? Uh, so... We will uh, we will keep our eyes on Mr. Evans there. Uh, something to note is the game's first touchdown. Plus 7,000. Michael Burton. Wow. And uh, it, it varied at different shops. Uh, here at Circa, it opened 90 to 1 to come home. So, yeah, plus 9,000. I don't know. what Probably a book that you saw was 7,000. I mean, they're yeah. all in that. Well, if you had it, it was a so big payoff. So on the TV broadcast, when he scored, they mm-hmm. put up that it was... Really? Yeah. Or maybe it was a tweet that I saw. I apologize. It might have been a tweet. No, I mean... It, yeah. it, but all... honestly, I can hear the conversation now. Uh, family, we've actually been practicing this play where I get the ball inside of the five. So just giving you guys a heads up. Get to the game early because I may get a chance <laughs> to run the football. I don't want you guys to miss it. I'm sure he didn't go on as far as I could potentially score, but most games, Burton's not getting no, a carry. No, and uh, goes for seven yards into the end. Also had a catch for 20 yards Ooh. in that first half. So, man, if you are uh, digging in the weeds and had some Michael Burton props, you're feeling good Congratulations. tonight. Congratulations. You are feeling See good. See Eric being in me trying to get his position player some, some clout. 14-13, to 13, where we stand right now. Chargers leading the Chiefs. Another rough day when it comes to COVID-19 and the league. We'll get you updated next right here on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes with two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N dot com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical stanford steve steve coglin he will join the show bottom of the hour get his thoughts on the bowl season and <laughs> i don't think sean king is going to be asked to join brandon staley's coaching staff in the near future uh fourth and two from the kansas city the older might call me though <laughs> uh and another attempt on fourth down and another failure uh by the chargers uh making sean just that much more excited. Because it's just stupid. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. You know what? Maybe the uh, field goal kick is hurt. Uh, that's not the point. He's kicked two extra points. It's just dumb. It's nine points. It could be on the board. This is a huge game, major division and conference playoff implications. It's just ridiculous. Chargers lead 14-13. to 13. Your live line at DraftKings right now. Chargers plus 2.5, plus 135 on the money line. Chiefs. Uh, minus 165 on the money line at DraftKings. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. As mentioned, uh, Stanford Steve will join us bottom of the hour. Um, you know, before we get to the, the COVID situation, last night, uh, as we were about to sign off, the news dump came out that Urban Meyer had been fired. The line at that time, Sean. It's three and a half, wasn't it? Three and a half. Yep. I took a little bite. Had to. It is now, depending on where you look, five or five and a half. So the market is telling you that Urban Meyer was actually detrimental to the Jacksonville Jaguars as they are now a 
five or five and a half point favorite. Where we sit right now, they are a five and a half point favorite. What are you shaking your head? At? Oh, the Chiefs just turned the ball. No, no, I'm, I'm shaking my head at Urban. Oh, yeah. Football was such a beautiful game at some point. I just don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, he's down. Looks like Travis Kelsey's backside was down on the ground as uh, as it was almost ripped out uh, from him. I think I'm going to start calling all the coaches that are bad coaches when it comes to game management, Urban. So he's Urban Staley for the rest of the game. <laughs> That's my new thing. <laughs> we should just, we need to call up our good friend Eric Eager, and I need to just fly him in and have him sit next to you for a game. Listen, <laughs> like I love this. Eric. Eric does a great job. Eric's never actually played the game. No, I think he did play college football. The, uh, there are guys out I think there. He did. There are guys out there scratching, clawing, giving every ounce and every bit of themselves. And there's somebody standing on the sideline that looks like he's about sixteen and a half years old with a helmet, with a hat, uh, a ball cap, and, and a a mic. And he's about to blow this. I will say there are some dumb former players when it comes to game management, too. 100%. There's plenty of those out there. So let's not pretend like that you need to be a former player in order to be a terrific in-game manager. I'll be honest. I don't know, and I'd have to actually go through it coach by coach because I would like to do college, too. But I don't know the former actual players that are head coaches now that – subscribe to this analytics system it's mostly the younger guys Mm -hmm. the newer guys yeah you know that came up and matriculated and got promoted based on their presentation as opposed to so define former player like sean McVay didn't play in the nfl but he played division one college football i consider sean McVay a former player and he's very absolutely based absolutely but you said like he's the younger generation uh matt lafleur he played some pro ball early, early on in his career. There's he, never going to be absolutes yeah. whenever you're making an opinion. No, I agree. Yeah, so just, they, this is crazy. It could be, they could be up 23-13 right they now. They could be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It did is, you agree with not attempting? What was that, a 46, 47? I, I field did goal? not. I, I would have kicked there. Yeah. So, I... The only one I – but at fourth and five on the first drive, I probably would have kicked. I, I also think the mindset is normally in recent years, if you're kicking field goals against the Chiefs, that's a recipe for losing. So that might be in his mind, too, that it's the Chiefs. So but. I went ballistic on Altitude Radio in Denver mm-hmm. after the Broncos played the Chiefs in Kansas City because that's the same excuse that Vic Fangio and Mike Shula gave. For why before the half, right. it was a 10-3 game. They didn't kick the field goal and make it 10-6. Well, you can't beat the Chiefs kicking field goals. The Chiefs had 10 points. So my rebuttal to Urban Staley, well, you can't beat the Chiefs kicking field goals. Your defense has given up 13 points. It's not like they've given up 30. But every – and I would say this. Every game is it's its own – every you know its own game, right? So going, matter. going for it on the first drive of the game – when you get a kickoff return and you're trying to kind of build on that momentum, maybe give a nice hook to the Kansas City Chiefs, I was okay with at the five-yard line, that's where it gets a little hairy for me. I think they should have kicked at the end of the first half. 
to get points going into the locker room. And I do think they should have kicked at fourth and two uh, just a moment ago at the 28-yard line. So for the most part, I, like that, that's the thing. I'm kind of in the middle. Uh, I, I believe analytics are important. Being aggressive is important. I would have kicked the last two times, and I think the first time I understand. But here when it's 14-13, Sean, and so, you've got the ball fourth and two. That's where I say you you kick it because you know how this game is trending. You you could see how your defense is playing, and then you could say, okay, I think a field goal will will be wor- worth it here. So in the Patriots' last seven games, they've played the Raiders twice. They scored forty-one and forty-eight versus the Raiders. Chiefs. I, I mean, in the, in the Chiefs. In the Chiefs' last seven games, they played the Raiders twice. So the two Raiders games, they scored forty-one and forty-eight. Obviously, they they figured out. <laughs> what the, the Raiders are doing defensively. And the other five games, here are their total points. 3, 20, 13, 19, 22. Mm-hmm. So if you take those Raiders contests out, they're not lighting up the scoreboard. So I would always push back on anyone that says you can't kick field goals and beat the Chiefs. That's just not the presentation that the Chiefs are presenting outside of playing the Raiders in this season. Now, two years ago, I would say, okay, they were scoring 30 almost every game. And I think you, that's why I say I think you have to understand who you're playing now and, and make the right decision. And see how the game is playing out, right? And, and and when you're seeing that your defense is playing pretty well, then start kicking field goals. Matt Brown, who uh, co-hosts uh, Primetime Action with Gail Alexander right before our show here on VEASAN, just t- tweeted this out. There's three seconds left in the Super Bowl. The Chargers, down by two, have the ball fourth and goal from their opponent's three-yard line. <laughs> Brandon Staley. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this will be big for you. Oh, oh, he oh, catch it? Yeah, he caught it. Oh, there Absolutely. you go. That's there a huge go. play. Uh, once again, just a reminder, Sean, in addition to having actual money on the Chiefs, he's got a more important bet. Cigar bet. A yes. cigar bet That's against way uh, more important. Brad Evans, uh, over under 286 and a half passing yards for Patrick Mahomes and a deep fly down the sideline of Tariq Hill. He was interfered with and still made the catch an impressive catch uh, by Tariq Hill right there. So, uh, and I was not trying, I don't want to take it the wrong way. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful or dismissive of anyone in this business, whether it be broadcasting, coaching, ownership, whatever. If they did not play, I'm just saying when I think there's a different energy when you've been out there and you know how hard it is to score points in that league. If you could pick up three yards easily, then you probably wouldn't be in fourth and three all the time. That's a, that's a very, very difficult league. Everything has to go right to convert those fourth downs. On the first one, you get unlucky, perfect play call. Guy hits his head when he hits the ground, mm-hmm. fumbles. The second one, you got a great rub route. Keenan Allen's wide open. DN jumps up, bats the ball down. On the, the third, fourth uh, fourth down attempt, Nickelback's covering a tight end. He makes a great play on the ball. Like, those guys on the other side of the ball are paid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like a gimme when you go for it in those situations. That's why I say take the points. So, here's an interesting rebuttal to the aggressiveness, and Aaron Oster, our producer, brought this up. So, the Chargers beat the Chiefs earlier this year in overtime. Mm-hmm. They were facing fourth and nine from the 35-yard line. Uh and they opted to, or they won 30 to 24, and they opted to go for it, converted, tied 24 all with 38 seconds to go. So, 
It does work sometimes for him, but I agree. There's, there are some times that he's maybe being too aggressive. 14 to 13 inside the red zone are the Chiefs. We'll talk some college football. Stanford Steve next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Bowl season starts tomorrow, folks. The Bahamas Bowl, 9 Pacific, noon Eastern. And VEASAN has got you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key spots to fire away, the VEASAN College Bowl betting guide can help you give an edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99. Alongside Super Bowl champ, Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and uh, always pleased to join, be joined by Stanford Steve, Steve Coglin, producer for Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. Also, Stanford Steve and the Bear, great podcast talking college football. Before we get to Stanford Steve, fourth and one, Chiefs go for it. Miko Hartman's wide open from the two-yard line. Read option leads to an incomplete pass. So. Yeah, if I was a kicker, I'd protest. I think I think Sean I think Sean's head Kicker's is going to explode. <laughs> Steve, are you uh, where are you on the analytical uh, takeover? I like uh, points. Uh, last time I checked, you have to score points to win the game. And uh, when you're losing and you have a chance to take the lead, I, I I'm always a fan of that. Mm. So um, you know, at, at some point when you're down there and you get four tries, and you figure you run your three best plays on the first three play, three downs, right? I don't think, understand what think. makes you. Yeah, I don't understand what makes you think you're going to get it on that fourth try. Um, the other team has, is trying on defense, so it is puzzling to me. Continues to be, but uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't watch as much NFL as the normal person, I guess. So uh, I just, I just sit back and take it all in. <laughs> well, you do watch a lot of college football. And uh, and we're gonna pick your brain here for these early games. Uh, you know, I'm reading. Uh, I was listening to your pod earlier this week. Make sure to check that out. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Uh, and I'm also reading uh, what you got up there at ESPN.com. Uh, our our colleague Stormy Bonatoni. She's gonna be on the sidelines for the New Mexico Bowl on Saturday afternoon with Fresno and UTEP. I've gone back and forth. I did play UTEP early when I thought Hayner was out, and now he might be playing. So I. I'm just going to roll with what I had, but uh, you think there's going to be a lot of points in Albuquerque on Saturday? Yeah, and all the points, all uh, everything I'm focused on is Hayner playing. Um, that's that's where it comes to me, uh, Tim. I, I think UTEP's going to be plenty motivated. They haven't played in a bowl game in 2014, uh, but the issue I have is the two good offenses they've played this year, Boise State and um, UTSA, combined to go for over a thousand yards against them in two games. And I think Fresno with Hayner at the helm is a better offense than both those teams. And I understand people are going to point to the motivation factor and DeBoer getting the Washington job, but you know, they, they, they got their guy, um, you know, their new head coach. Uh, I think it could be where they're get, looking to get the cobwebs out early uh, and UTEP you know, maybe jumps ahead of the, in this game, but then Hayner figures it out. They have as quick strike in the offense as there is. But, yeah, I really like the over as long as Hayner plays. And that's why 
I haven't put, I haven't put it in. I also think that's why the number is so low. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, all, everything I hear sounds like that he's going to play, and uh, I love him. I, I think he's an absolute gamer, and um, I, I like the idea of that being a high-scoring game, so I like the over. Yeah, that line has kind of bounced around. We thought Hayner was out. It was down mm. to 10 and a half. Well, he was out. He was and in the then, transfer well, portal. Yeah, I know, and that's when I bet it. <laughs> then he came out Sweet. of it. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Shouldn't be able to come out of it until yeah. after the game. Uh, but now it's down back at 11 here at Circa. So, I, you know, it seems to be money coming in uh, on the minors. I, I want to jump ahead to next week. Uh, another game that intrigues you. Uh, I, I pointed it out in our bowl betting guide, too, as one of my plays. Just it's almost a blind bet of a service academy in a bowl game, and Missouri stinks uh, running uh, mm-hmm. and run defense. That is, they don't stink yeah. overall. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's a short turnaround for Army. It, are they going to be ultra motivated, or are they going to be let down after losing to Navy? Uh, but it's it's a four point spread, but a total of fifty seven. And you again, Steve, think this uh, points a plenty? I do. I do. I think. Uh, I think a lot of Eli Drinkwitz, the Missouri head coach, and his offensive mind. I think. Um, he's done a really good job to play in their advantages. Uh, Army is not what they've been when they've had those double-digit win teams the last couple of years. Uh, so I, I, as bad as Missouri's defense is, I think Army will score. I don't think it's going to be like the Army-Wake Forest game when we had a 70-56 to 56 final, even though I would take that because I do like the over. But I like the kid Basilak from Missouri. Uh, they, got a really, they got all SEC running back. Uh, I do see points scored in that. I don't think I don't, you know, Army, when they bust it, I think they're going to score. Uh, that, that's the way Missouri's going to play it. Uh, they did the same thing as Tennessee, and Tennessee ran all over them. Uh, so I think, you know, when those guys break the first line of scrimmage, I, I think they're out the gate. So I think Army's going to score plenty. I think Missouri's going to score plenty. So I like that over, um, thinking that Missouri is going to have to, you know, throw the ball to keep up with uh, Army's offensive attack. You can follow him on Twitter at StanfordSteve82. You can watch him tonight after Nebraska-Pittsburgh NCAA Volleyball Semifinals. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got Pittsburgh on the money line here. A big bet. <laughs> big bet on the Panthers on this one. Uh, well, speaking of the Panthers, uh, some news today. I don't think all that's surprising, but it's official. Kenny Pickett won't be playing mm-hmm. in the Peach Bowl. Kenneth Walker came out yesterday. Uh, he said he will not be playing. So the two biggest stars in this game uh, will be sidelined December 30th. Uh, looking right now uh, at Circa, it's Michigan State minus one and a half. Um, you know, from what you've seen from these two teams, to try to use your imagination, I guess, Steve, and be like, all right, if I remove that player, uh, uh, do you have a feel yeah. one way or the other of how this game could play out without, you know, two Heisman finalists playing? Uh, it's, it's tough. Uh, defense will be lacking for sure. I just don't know those guys taking the spots of those All-American guys that you mentioned that aren't going to be playing uh, have, the, have the ability to take advantage. Uh, they'll have plenty of practice time and reps and all that stuff, knowing we're still a little bit away from that game. I'm just bummed, guys, because I – I mean, Sean, you, I'd love to get your take, but in a class that's so weak as a quarterback and the recency bias everybody has, I so think a great game in a bowl game would help your stock so much with putting that game on tape, knowing how close it is to the draft, as opposed to taking two weeks off and working on your 40 time to, to take a 10th off um, or, or a hundredth off. Uh, I just, that's the way I, I mean, I, there's no guy that sticks out. I think Pickett uh, at the top because he's, he's played the most football. And I think that's where we're coming around out of the NFL teams and stop taking the chances on these guys. when not a lot of tape. 
But I just thought Pickett, with the opportunity to play against a bad defense, I thought that would do wonders for him looking at the next level. You know, it's interesting. I, I think Matt Corral is going to ultimately well, – I know he's the best quarterback in this draft, and ultimately I think he'll yep. rise up the rankings as we get through this or into the draft process. I said on the show when I think Tim thought I was being a little too harsh, I would take Kenny Pickett off of my QB board for skipping the bowl game. And, and to me, here's why. Oh. That position is about more than talent. It's about intangibles. It's about leadership. It's about leading men. It's about getting your teammates to believe in you that no matter what's going on in the game, with you at the head of this, that we have a chance to be successful and win. Having been in a situation like this before, I wouldn't have thought about skipping the bowl game. I mean, that's supposed to be your brothers. This is your last opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, for a lot of those guys, they're probably never going to play organized football again. I just, it makes me really question. And I had some questions because of his body language in some games about is he really a guy that can lead an NFL franchise. Forget if he's talented enough to play in the NFL. Can he lead an NFL franchise? Yeah, Matt Corral, he gets to play Baylor. And if he lights them up, man, whew, yeah, that is going to absolutely help out uh, the stock. We're talking to Stanford Steve, Steve Coglin. Of course, you'll see him tonight on uh, on SportsCenter. Check out the podcast, he and Chris Felica. All right, before we let you run, we got about two minutes. Uh, whichever semifinal you find more intriguing, you've got Michigan catching seven and a half, uh, against Georgia, and you've got mm -hmm. Cincinnati catching 13-and-a-half against Alabama. Uh, I don't know if you've made a play on either game yet, but are you leaning one way or another in a particular semi? I'm leaning with both underdogs, but I think both favorites are going to win the game, if that makes any sense. And I just I, – I, I think Cincinnati is absolutely going to be obviously fired up at the opportunity they have. And I know they have NFL talent in their secondary. But I, I'm not, and that's what I worried about Georgia against Alabama. These secondaries haven't faced or seen the strain, the speed of Alabama's receivers puts on you, and for 60 minutes, and that's what worries me. Um, I think they'll, they'll they'll be prepared, they'll be ready to go, but I, obviously executing is a whole different level. And my issue on Cincinnati's offensive side is how the hell they're going to block Will Anderson. Uh, they haven't seen anything like that guy. Uh, this year, and I think it's a huge spot for Ritter to move the ball and move the chains with his feet on third down. You cannot go three and out against Alabama and just give them the ball back without moving the chains and giving your defense a chance. So I think those are the two aspects uh, on, of that game that really, really intrigued me. On the other side, I feel like Michigan does play into Georgia's hands a little bit, but I, I, I need to see more out of Georgia's offense yeah. in a spot like this. At Stanford Steve82. Check him out tonight and every weekday night on SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt. You're the man, Steve. Appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Have there he is. Stanford Steve's Coglin. We'll get you updated. First and goal situation for the Chargers. Next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off the VSIN All Access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today, and you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every single bowl. This special, only 39 bucks. VEASAN.com slash subscribe or VEASAN.com slash Super Bowl. If you have the under tonight, my apologies, because this is gross. Oh, the over, excuse me. Uh, absolutely gross. Uh, the Chargers have now gone inside the five-yard line Three times and come away with no points. Urban Staley, and again. The Chiefs just went for fourth and goal, fourth and one from the two, and Patrick Mahomes killed some worms with his uh, throw to the dirt. Uh, the total closed here at circa at fifty-four. It's fourteen to thirteen with uh, with just a little bit early in the uh, third quarter or fourth quarter here, and should be seventeen thirteen. Went for it on fourth and two. From the 10, should have kicked the field goal. Well, they got it. Yeah, but they fumbled after that. On third down. Yeah, if you kick the field goal, 17-13. Or if you're, a field or, goal doesn't beat you. Or if your running back doesn't. You do see it's in the fourth quarter, right? Or if the running back at the two-yard line doesn't fumble well, he wasn't, the ball. He wasn't scoring anyway. It was third down. They are about to have to kick the field goal. Apparently. Well, probably not. Staley probably would have went for it again. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. I really wanted to see if they got it on fourth and goal from the one. If Urban gone Staley. It, he would have gone for it again. <laughs> oh, man. 
It is uh, 14 to 13. Chargers still leading, by the way, leading the Chiefs. Uh, they should be up by a lot more. Uh, fumble inside the five, two turnover on downs inside the five, went for it on fourth and two from the 28. So uh, they have had an opportunity uh, often here tonight to uh, to take the lead, and they have not done so. And uh, they still have a one-point lead now, third and two with under 10 minutes to go. Uh, your live line right now, Chiefs still a slight favorite, um, minus uh, even money on the money line as I take a look at it right now uh, at DraftKings. So a big third and two here for the Chiefs at their own nine-yard line. And, uh, ooh, intercepted. Wow, what a play. That was, that was pretty tremendous. That was incredible. Yeah, that was pretty tremendous. <laughs> they were trying to throw a swing uh, pass out to uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and... Was it Nwosu? The uh, the edge rusher came off, and I mean that was a phenomenal play as he leapt in the air, deflected it up, and picked it off, falling to the ground. And now the Chargers will have first and goal uh, from inside their own five yard line, which has been their kryptonite tonight. Yeah. By the way, Chargers defense way to bail out Urban Staley, your head coach. <laughs> he is a defensive guy, so yeah. he he he, earned, he does way to bail does, him out. He does deserve some credit for. Uh, them, but uh, the that crazy was, thing was, that was the running back who Mahomes was throwing the ball to wasn't open. Yeah, man. And just when you thought, how I many the, the Chiefs have won? What six in a row? Seven in a row? Uh, six. This will be seven. If I'm not mistaken. We'll see if they finally maybe a seven. Well, be eight. Oh, they scored from inside the five yard line. Austin Eckler into the end zone, and the Chargers now with a 20-13 to lead, extra point pending, 9.29 to go in this one. And for Sean, your cigar bet there, uh, I think this is good news. So we sit, you sit at right now 213. You need to get to 286 or 287 to win your cigar bet with Brad. And you're down 21 to 13, assuming Brandon Staley kicks an extra point here. I guess I can't assume anything. He will kick the extra point. He might fake it, you know. <laughs> Part of me thought he was going to go for two. To if I was it. a kicker, I'd miss on purpose. <laughs> I do love that you're defending kickers tonight. You are very anti kicker. I defend all good kickers. Is he a good kicker? Well, so, I don't know. I haven't seen him tonight. He has not attempted a field. I mean, it's Dustin Hopkins. He already got released by one NFL team. Yeah, that happens. Year. Yeah, it happens. You know, guys <laughs> overreact all the time. I don't think Ron Rivera. And so now watch. I don't think Ron Rivera was so, overreacting. So watch. Watch how big this is because Urban Reed went for it on fourth down as opposed to kicking the field goal as well. <laughs> the game should be 21-16, to 16, and a touchdown wins the game. But because Urban Reed decided to go for it on fourth down, you not only need a touchdown but a successful two-point play as well to just tie the game. Um, <laughs> Sean, Sean field goal over there really wants some, he loves kickers. He's, just, he's a big kicker fan. They get paid, so let them work. Um, while we have a moment, and uh, it is 21 to 13, your new live line sits Chargers minus four and a half with a minus $4 on the money line at DraftKings plus 280 on the buyback. So would you take the, the Chiefs. Chiefs now, if you were in-game betting, would you take the Chiefs plus the 250 based on what you've seen tonight so far? Uh, I'd take the points. I'd take four and a half. Plus three and a half, it looks like it is. Uh, I think it is updated. It's actually up to five now. Now it's off. The, oh, back to the board. 
four and a half. I'm looking at my computer. My computer updates a little faster than our graphics. Our I graphics take, take a little longer. I take the Chiefs on the money line. Yeah? Yep. Well, you do have that already. You need them to – you need overtime. Yeah, my, my tickets. I could really go light it on fire because I don't, I don't think it's going to be any good. But I won't because I've seen stranger things happen. So I want to get to uh, the news that, that took place, and we talked to Stanford Steve a little bit about it uh, earlier today which is Kenny Pickett has declared for the NFL draft. I'm not surprised by this. Uh, Mark Whipple, the offense coordinator, left to go to Nebraska. This was like the worst-kept secret out there. It was pretty much assumed he wasn't going to play. I played Michigan State early on in the bowl season, got him plus 105 on the money line. I thought Kenneth Walker was going to play. I never thought Pickett was going to play, and they're both not playing. But... You know, you've had a, I would say, a bit of a harsh stance, but it's your stance. And, it's the right stance. Uh, the truth doesn't have emotions. You would take Kenny Pickett it's just the truth. off. If you were a general manager. If I was a general manager. You would take if, Kenny Pickett off if, your Yes, board. if Mark Davis called me and asked me to come and, and help him resurrect the Raiders for their old glory, Kenny Pickett would not be on our draft board. Because this just solidifies little things that I've seen during the course of watching him perform this year at Pitt. I've had some major question marks about his body language. I've seen his interactions on the sidelines after successes and failures. Like these are the kind of things I watch when I'm evaluating quarterbacks. And for me, this just this was the this was the nail in the coffin as far as me wanting him to run my organization in the National Football League. I'm gonna stick by my stance. I don't begrudge players for skipping bowl games, you know, especially running backs. Kenneth Walker. Uh, Kyron Williams. Um, See, when I'm talking about drafting a quarterback in the first round, that's not a player. That's the face of my organization. And I tend to agree with that. And he's for- the guy that when he's not playing good and the national media is criticizing him, I need him to have thick skin. He's the guy when we're in the middle of a game and we aren't being successful on offense, I need him to have that effervescent energy that makes everyone else know that we still can get this turned around and win this particular ball game. So let me ask you this then. Guys that don't finish the race, I haven't seen many of them that are built like that. Let me flip it on its head because North Carolina had an incredibly underwhelming year. They go 6-6. and Mm -hmm. They're playing in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl against South Carolina where they're a 9-9.5 point favorite. Sam Howell's playing. Does that, in your eyes, does that make him a more viable player, a more uh, draftable player? Absolutely. Uh, Sam Howell, to me, is the second-best quarterback in this draft behind Matt Corral from Ole Miss. And the thing I love about Sam is Sam had all the cards stacked against him. The only thing Sam had going for him was the national media coming into the season. Every legitimate top-end offensive skill player he had from last year went to the National Football League. And yet, you didn't hear Sam complain one time all season. He didn't throw his teammates under the bus. When you watch games, he was competing from start to finish. That Notre Dame game, they were behind. Sam was still competing for it in that fourth quarter, trying to find a way. Like I look for those kind of things because that's what you got to have. That's got to be part of your genealogy to succeed in that league. I didn't see that in Kenny Pickett. And it's just solidified in there. He's a grown man. can do whatever he wants to do. But I'm just saying, I mean, come on. I went to college. I played quarterback. Those are guys. How you guys going to Atlanta for a week? Peach Bowl, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, if that comes back for some kind of penalty, I'm going to cry. By the way, uh, Travis Kelsey just down to the one-yard line, which would put put you Mahomes, probably over. If not over, close. But we'll see what this penalty flag is. Travis Kelsey is It came so late. Tired. It, it came so late. 
Maybe a defensive holding? Yeah, or roughing the passer. Did they hit Patrick Lee? Oh, we got a flag. All right, there's no pick. Oh, yes, hold it. Hold it on 25. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're good. And remember what I said, guys? I tried to tell you to money take line. Kansas City money line. I said take the points, so we would both be, uh, both be sitting there in decent shape. We'll see what the penalty officially is. We think it will be on the defense. Big, big play from the Chiefs. We'll get you updated top of the hour. Stick around. It's the nightcap here on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.